Hey everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to this initial Divine Mommy podcast. Um, today I'm going to talk about what is Divine Mommy? I mean, it's a really good question, right? Um, Divine Mommy just had a fifth birthday last week and I'm so excited to be sort of ringing in that celebratory occasion by just trying some new things, this podcast being one of them. And so what is Divine Mommy? Well, I was talking to a friend last week and she knows about Divine Mommy, but she's never done any of my groups or any of my individual sessions. And she said, I was looking on the website and reading what you wrote. And is it a movement? Is Divine Mommy a way of being? And we had this really great conversation about really what is Divine Mommy? And that sort of was the inspiration for me creating this first podcast. So of course, Divine Mommy is a way of being for me because I'm living it like 24 seven. Um, however, it's a way of being that embodies a definite awareness of sort of the divine feminine, those aspects of femininity that are sacred, that exist within every living thing, as well as the divine masculine, those aspects of uh, masculinity that are sacred, that exist within every living thing. And there's also really a beautiful foundation of self-love, self-compassion, self-forgiveness, um, self-understanding, self-acceptance, and self-mastery, sort of all under the umbrella of women supporting women with shared wisdom, acceptance, and love, and really getting into that deep inner core belief system of untying and unknotting all of the stuff that isn't working for us anymore and stepping firmly into our empowerment as women, as sisters, as mothers, as daughters, as friends, as professionals, as partners, and um, releasing any of that mean girl mentality that's been carried on through the millennia of women against women. Because definitely know from this moment forward, uh, and, and many, many beautiful way showers have been, have been walking this walk and talking this talk from a long time, but I am profoundly struck on a daily basis of how much we need each other, ladies. How much we need each other and how much we really need ourselves right connecting into that higher self intuitive instinctual wisdom that inner knowing direct knowing of our mama gut and kind of everything on else so that's how it's a way of being how it's a movement is is that i'm a psychotherapist which means i'm a licensed marriage and family therapist um and i've worked for many years with clients and um one thing I see playing out continually in the clinical realm, as well as my own life and relationships, gosh, I mean, I'm human just like everybody else, is this sort of denigration of the feminine within every living thing. And that denigration has been present for many thousands of years. And it um, is cumulative and it is consistently perpetuated by a world we live in. Um, a lot of times you'll hear uh, sort of verbiage about the patriarchy or living in a patriarchal world or toxic mass masculinity and those things are present in the divine mommy work. And one thing I just want to distinguish is the divine mommy work is never against men, never against the male, right? Of any species, especially our human males. Um, the divine mommy work is about empowering and I would say loving the feminine within to such a point that we are so grounded and so connected to ourselves and one another that we graciously invite the masculine to join us in that space, thereby creating that sort of wonderfully um, benevolent, beneficial, and I would say crucial energy of healing 
our family. And when I say family, I definitely mean our human family, our nuclear family, but I, I think of it in a larger sort of way. And I think of that concept of oneness, our living family, our earth family, um, every living thing. And we know everything is living. So divine mommy, a way of being and a movement. It's a movement. That's a way of being. It's a way of being. That's a movement. And probably it might be interesting or if not, pause it and fast forward for a couple of minutes to hear how I started. So I'm 45 now. Um, I have one daughter. She's nine. And for my 40th birthday, I had really, I just had gotten to a place where I wasn't feeling like myself. But on the flip side, I was also getting all this great intuitive guidance to go on a silent retreat for my 40th birthday. So for my 40th birthday, I live in South Florida. I found this Ayurvedic retreat center about an hour from my house. And turns out because it is so hot in South Florida in the summer, I, I, my birthday is July 17th, I had this retreat center basically to myself because everybody had gone back up to Canada for the summertime. And there was one gentleman there who was the co-owner. He was just there kind of keeping things afloat. So I got to go there and be not only silent, but by myself for a full four days. And during that four days, I had never in my life felt so connected to source within, so connected to the world around me, so connected to my inner peace, my inner strength, my inner courage, my sort of inner ability to see that which cannot be proven, but which can be felt and known, that intuition and instinct. And as I had this experience, I thought, oh my gosh, like I didn't realize how brittle I'd become, how splintered away from myself I'd become. Um, I was a late mama, meaning that I didn't have my daughter until I was 36. I came to motherhood a little bit late and I had breastfed for almost three and a half years, which means I didn't sleep for three and a half years. Um, because my daughter, who is nine, has really just started sleeping on her own uh, peacefully for the last year, maybe. You know, so I didn't sleep. I was, I was so sleep deprived. I was trying to work. I just, I was, my cup was so full of everything in it that I today now know I needed to release. I couldn't accept any new info. And I even said this on, I think another interview, like I, I also had this other lying, or I would say simultaneous sort of belief system that as a clinician, I constantly needed to be taking in new information to help my clients. And so I was really feeling a lot of lack of self-love, you know, uh, a lot of just uh, not so good feelings about me. And I knew from up until that point, like getting together and and complaining about was what wasn't going right in my life wasn't gonna work for me. I'd done that, didn't make me feel better, felt worse. And so I thought maybe other women out there are looking for some type of connective group. At that point, the word goddess hadn't even really come into my mind some kind of connective group where we can go deep into that sort of heart space of self and connect with each other, releasing all of the BS of sort of, you know, feeling like we can't trust our sisters. And so that's when I created the Divine Mommy Part 1 and Part 2 curriculum. And that's what I ran with. Those are six-week groups. They're still awesome. I still do them every once in a while. But those are kind of the intro into Divine Mommy. It's a Part 1 and a Part 2 group, and there are 12 weeks total. And then two years into doing that on a transatlantic flight, um, I read Shakti Woman by Vicki Noble. Um, and I'm telling you, on that whole flight... I sat there crying, sobbing. I mean, I felt like something had literally cracked open my rib cage and let this 
torrent of just hot magma pour forth, I was being just opened up in a way that I didn't realize was possible. If you haven't read this book, go read it. Vicki Noble is amazing. She's my teacher. I love her. I really devote all of the work that I've done in the last three years to her and to her work and her teachings and her legacy. I mean, she's amazing. But anywho, that's when I started to think, oh my gosh, there is something to this deep, deep work of the goddess, the goddess within. And I started to study, you know, study matriarchal societies. I started to dispel those myths of what I had sort of been indoctrinated with, with my early religious upbringing. And I just really started to open myself to this new way of being, right? This new movement within. And I created a 35-week Divine Mommy University course, which I called it, um, what did I call it? Isn't this hilarious? Here I am nine minutes into this uh, podcast and I can't even remember it. Divine Mommy University, uh, female shamanism and Shakti fire. That's what it was. Female shamanism and Shakti fire. And during that 35 week group, which is obviously, even though I can't remember the title off the top of my head right now, um, obviously it, 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 I still do it, but it was rooted in this sort of celestially cell. I think I just made that word up. Celestial cellularly held ancestral memory of the goddess within. And we dove deep dove so deep into the energy work, the esoteric healing work that I've been studying and facilitating for about 15 years. We dove deep into the concepts of our patriarch, or I'm sorry, our Paleolithic, that was not a Freudian slip, our Paleolithic and Neolithic ancestors and ancestresses and those ways of life, you know, the things that have been hidden in plain sight of those sort of matricentric egalitarian societies and realizing that interdependence and tending toward one another instead of this sort of productivity, um, uh, you know, deification of the self world that we live in, realizing that those were ours to just grasp. All we needed to do was clear the cobwebs from our consciousness and they were right there. We got deep into the beautiful wisdom of the lunar cycles, how that correlates to our blood magic with our menstrual cycles, how that correlates to the birth magic of the archetypal cycles of womanhood from crone, maiden, mother to enchantress, and how that correlates to the beautiful seasonal cyclical wisdom of mother earth spiraling through her cycles from winter to spring to summer to fall. I mean, we did so much in that group. And then that spawned the work that I'm doing this year, which is Divine Mommy University 201, which is taking all of that work and turning it inward so that we really create the internal internal foundation for leadership and way showing. Whoa! So if you're still listening, thank you. We're 11 minutes in. If you're not that's okay. You won't ever hear this, but thank you too. So how does all this work together to sort of be an offering for anyone who's interested? Well, these classes are ongoing. I'm going to start a whole nother group of them in the fall, doing some online. Thank you, COVID, for introducing me to Zoom and the magic of Zoom. Um, I'll also be doing in-person work. As I said, I live in South Florida, so if you are here and around and can come to the weekly groups, that would be amazing. I also do individual and small group work in person and online over Zoom and on FaceTime. And I've also written a book. My book is called Soul to Sisterhood. I shouldn't say my book. It's our book because the book features 36 
woo, empowering stories of women, women that I know, women that have changed my life, women that have inspired me to transform every aspect of my being. These are autobiographic stories of them that we captured through an interview process. I transcribed the interview, then created a beginning, middle, and an end story. And then together, each woman and I worked to revise her story. So she felt like it was a really accurate representation of her authenticity. So there are 36 chapters based on those 36 stories. And each woman's story has inspired a universal set of themes for us to just look deeper introspectively into our own lives. And then here's what I'm super, super stoked about. Each chapter has inspired five unique sacred place suggestions. So these are just unique journaling opportunities. And I say journaling, but they're much more experiential and interactive than that. For us to just take it deep, to raise our vibration, right? So that we raise the vibration of all our relationships. So, the Soul to Sisterhood book should be published by the fall and there will be dedicated Soul to Sisterhood groups happening as well, facilitated by myself and other women who have worked through kind of the matriculation, if you will, of the Divine Mommy programs. There's also the Divine Mommy Facebook page, which has daily offerings and, and um, sort of, I would say, love offerings of just, you know, uh, daily ways for us to kind of raise our vibe. And there's also the Instagram page, um, which is at divine me. Ooh, I'm getting my, my words muddled, which is at divine dot mommy. And then there's a TikTok account, divine mommy. And the TikTok account has of course, fun videos and stuff kind of highlighting what we're doing in each week for divine mommy university. So that's what divine mommy is. Check out the website, www.divine-mommy.com. You can also check out the website for Soul to Sisterhood. There's loads of fun videos on there, which I don't have all of them done yet, um, interviewing the sisters in the book. There's loads of fun videos on there because each woman's wisdom and medicine that she shares in her story correlates to um, uh, the medicine and wisdom that's available to us from the crystalline realm. So each chapter correlates to a crystal. So there are videos on there about the crystals. And then the other super exciting thing is that each woman's um, story, her picture and her beautiful wisdom shared through her story has been turned into an original work of art. And those original works of art, all 36 of them, coupled with nine additional works of art um, embodying the archetypes of the masculine and feminine and the ultimate uh, unconditional loving rose quartz, those 45 original works of art are going to be turned into the Soul to Sisterhood Oracle card deck. So there's a companion deck of Oracle cards coming in the future that will be just a sacred play companion to just continually take the work deeper. Um, so thank you so much for listening to this initial podcast. My hope is to just really do a, a wonderful job on a weekly basis of providing content that's not only informative and transformational, but that's also really entertaining and connective. So the mission for the Soul to Sisterhood book and the Divine Mommy work is for us to remember that we are never alone. We are extraordinary women triumphing over extraordinary things every day. 
right? Um, And so that's what my hope is for with this podcast. Um, I realize I'm in the infancy stages with this first one, but thank you so, so much for, for being here, for listening, and I look so forward to all of the magic that we are going to make together in the future. So I'm going to sign off with our soul to sisterhood namaste. So if you're still listening, get your hands at your heart in the Anjali Mudra, the prayer mudra, and just repeat after me. From my highs to my lows, from my bliss to my shame, and every place in between. When I am in that place in me, and you are in that place in you, which is every moment of every day, we are one. We are never alone. I love you. Namaste. Namaste, sisters. I am so grateful that you've listened. I can't wait to hear what you think, and I can't wait to go on this journey with you. All right, until next time, give yourself the biggest hug from me and know, thank you for being me.